0: Coming up on this week's show, we're coming to you live from Denver as we wrap up Gay Romlet 2017. Welcome to the
1: Big Gay Fiction Podcast, the show for readers and writers of gay romance fiction. If you can read it, write it, watch it, or listen to it, these two guys are going to talk about it. Now, here are your hosts, Jeff Adams and Will Knauss. Welcome to episode 107 of Jeff and Will's Big Gay Fiction Podcast. I'm Jeff from jeffadamswrites.com. And I'm Will from willknauss.com. This week's episode is brought to you in part by listeners just like you. We will have more information on how you can help support this show in just a few moments. And we are coming at you live from Denver. Yes. For live on on tape. Live on tape. This show was recorded
0: live. (laughs) like it always is but yeah we're in denver Uh, if you're watching the video we're in our lovely hotel room and you may have seen this this couch in this space a few times if you watched our facebook live uh things that we did over the three evenings that we were in denver
1: i'm very happy with those i was very pleased with the the guests that we assembled for those well let's 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 give credit where credit is due it's the guests you assembled (laughs) Um you wrangled all of our authors and contributors together and uh I agree I think those uh chats turned out exceptionally well far better than I could have imagined so kudos to you. No, thank you sir. We're super
0: awesome. Yeah we'll have a link in the show notes to those three episodes uh, if you missed them uh, mm-hmm. back to the podcast page because they're all out in the feed now. But uh up front here let's give thanks to Christina, Lisa, Danny, and Jay, who joined us for the Contributors Panel on Thursday. uh, To Garrett Groves and Chris Owen, who joined us on Thursday for a look at GRL Newbies. And to Poppy Dennison and TJ Clune, who joined us on Saturday afternoon to kind of wrap up GRL and to talk a little bit about what's coming up for them.
1: Yeah. All good stuff. I highly, highly recommend and suggest that you check them out if you haven't already. Yes. So...
0: Before we dive into our GRL recap, which is what this episode's all
1: about, shall we shall we thank our new patron? Yes, let's do that. Do you want me to, I'm sorry, I'm. Just, do you want me to try and read that, you, or? Well, we need to thank, <laughs> I, I believe it's
0: Ariel. Oh yes, Ariel. I hope we pronounced your name correctly. Thank you for joining us as part of our Patreon family. We very much appreciate it. Uh, as you know, I'll actually do it this time. How's that for a switch up? That's Wacky! You can help support the Big Gay Fiction Podcast with a monthly pledge through Patreon for as little as twenty-five cents an episode. Your pledge helps pay for the cost of producing and distributing this podcast. And for those fans who pledge at the silver and gold levels, you'll have the exclusive opportunity to ask questions of our upcoming guests. And there's a fairly good slate coming up. Oh yeah, we're working on some pretty special stuff. Yeah, we've we, we've been we've been doing the networking here. Uh, while we've been at GRL, uh, now all patrons uh, have the option with, to receive a personalized thank you as well from us to you into your email into your snail mailbox. It's it's a real paper thing. It's pretty cool. <laughs> um, and also, uh, every month that we have pledges that cover our monthly costs, which we've been very lucky to have all year, we thank you all so much for that. Yeah we will produce a bonus episode. Uh, the October one came out earlier uh, this past week, right before we left for GRL. And it looks like we'll be doing a November one in about three weeks from now. Mm-hmm. For all details about our Patreon, simply go to www.patreon.com slash biggayfictionpodcast.
1: That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash biggayfictionpodcast. Now, see, the sad thing is I have been doing that ad read for an entire year and you just <laughs> did it once and did it like far better than I ever have I do not think that's true (laughs) I don't think that's
0: true at all. Good job. If you would like to comment on those ad reads just leave some (laughs) comments and tell us who does it better
1: Uh, Thank you once again to Ariel for joining us on Patreon and everyone who has been supporting us ever since we started the Patreon program uh, since the beginning of the year. We love you and we appreciate you. Yes so much
0: So GRL wrap up I'll say up front, as we record this on Saturday, on Sunday at about noon in Denver, I'm exhausted.
1: <laughs> well, well, do do we want to get into the the our our, our physical ailments right away? <laughs> well, no, I, I I start with that. It's
0: exhausted in a good way because this GRL to me, in many ways, was the best of the lot so far. There were so many people and such good energy between the authors and the readers and the organizers and the folks that were here, it was pretty incredible. And I, I'm i not surprised that I feel exhausted. It's a good exhaustion uh, from it all.
1: It, well, yes, exactly. Uh, from uh, the, the energy, um, the fun energy that you kind of feel and put out there into the world, without getting too woo-woo, um, <laughs> is uh, both wonderful and exhausting at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I've been ever since I got here, I've been saying Denver has kicked my ass. Um, now I know uh, last week we produced a, a short episode about tips, tips for traveling to GRL and um, I'd like to think I was smart enough to follow those, but I really wasn't. I was uh, a little cocky and thought I could just like cruise on into Denver uh, and they warned us, they warned us the altitude and the dryness it's gonna it's gonna throw you for a loop and um, whew. I I, it's been rough for me since day one. I right. haven't been a hundred percent at all this weekend. I was barely out of the airport and I was like, where's the water I need water I need to water now <laughs> I have <I've> been consuming <laughs> gallons and gallons of water every single day and it is all for naught. I'm like I'm like dry as a tumbleweed. Yeah, it's pretty uh, it's, crazy. It's pretty. It's being here is pretty intense. I think in part because of where we live. We're on the California cl- coast, basically at sea level. It's always very moist. I just said moist on the podcast. Yes, you did. <laughs> um, so this is a very big uh, change for us, uh, and it has affected uh, how we've felt all weekend. That being said, though, we might feel kind of gross. Um, The event itself has been spectacular, and we're really, really happy with how it's gone. And I think the
0: energy from the event has actually kept us coasting along. Uh, Amen. Yes, it has. (laughs) Um, Even like, I'm like, I don't want to leave the party, but I need to leave the party because I need to go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually can function the next day, but the party's (laughs) kind of fun. Right. "Eh."
1: Exactly. So shall, shall we break it all down? Let's dive in. So... We flew into Denver on Wednesday morning, essentially, yep, yep. and uh, we started we hit the ground running more or less. um traditionally g r l doesn't really start till like at least in the past it hasn't really started till Thursday afternoon. Things start to ramp ramp up for the weekend. Uh, things got started a little extra early this yeah. year, usually Wednesday <laughs> is is people who
0: arrive can get their check- in and registration done. And then maybe there's like a little mixer thingy mm-hmm.
1: uh, in the evening. And things actually got rolling with a panel that afternoon. Yeah, we, we had some really great program programming, pre, pre-GRL programming is essentially what it was uh, for people who, who arrived early. Um, the first programming on Wednesday... I, I'm so, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm trying to read this. We have our, our beautiful GRL program right here, uh, and I'm going to try and read off it so that we don't forget to mention any of the yeah. awesome stuff that we've done this yeah, past Yeah, because it, it's all been okay. such a flurry. So on Wednesday, we got here. Mm-hmm. Uh, things kicked off with Jay from Joyfully Jay. Every year, she runs a, a newbie event to help. Acclimate the uh GRL virgins. uh She did that earlier in the afternoon, yeah. and then we and
0: to speak of the newbies ever yes. so quickly.
1: Yeah, there were
0: a lot of them this mm-hmm. year, um, more than a hundred, from what we've heard. They kind of lost count after a hundred uh, newbies coming in, which is really excellent that new people
1: are influxing in in those kind of numbers. It's yes, it's amazing and really really wonderful. I. S- I said to Jeff, I think it may have been on Wednesday or Thursday, there are a couple of uh, old GRL friends who didn't make it this year, and I kind of felt a little sad about that because I associate our friendships and spending time with them, with GRL specifically. Mm -hmm. Um, But even though that they weren't here this year, um, we met some really amazing new people. Yes. Um, So uh, we missed our old friends, but we actually made some amazing new friends as well. Uh, So yay for that. Um, So moving on, let's talk about really quickly about the featured blogger panel that happened on Wednesday afternoon.
0: Yeah, that brought together all of the folks uh, who were featured bloggers for GRL, which was uh, us, along with Joyfully J, Love Bites Reviews, uh, Two Chicks Obsessed, Alpha Book Club, and novel approach. And we all got together uh, to do the blogger panel, which you can actually catch. We'll put the link in the show notes to the live stream that we did of that panel, which we live streamed for a couple of reasons. A, because not everybody was here yet Mm -hmm. at that point. And B, it can be kind of helpful. It was really designed for authors to help them understand how to work with the bloggers and with podcasters to Get their works out and kind of a little behind the scenes inner workings of how we all do our thing because just like us with this podcast that it's mostly a labor of love for us. Oh, yes. yes those blogs yeah. are very much a labor of love uh, for the people who run them and there's a lot of work. I would say there's more work that goes into those blogs than goes into our podcast overall mm-hmm. uh, to produce the amount of posts that they do
1: on a weekly and daily basis. Yeah, the content they're putting out is pretty remarkable. So kudos to them. Yeah, kudos to them. (laughs) And there were some great questions and some great interactions
0: that went on there uh, to help guide the authors. Because these days, there's so many books coming out in this genre. None of the blogs can keep up with the demand for their space. And so it's all about how you approach. It's all about how you market yourself. It's all about getting them the information they need when they need it so that they want to work with you in a professional manner and... I learned a lot sitting on that panel. I was glad to go to that panel as an author because I will bring that stuff mm-hmm. into my workings with blogs in the future, for sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, where can they where can they find this
0: panel? Uh, the panel is on our Facebook page, Facebook.com slash big gay fiction podcast. We'll put a link in the show notes directly to it, uh, because you'll have, right now you'll have to scroll back in the timeline mm-hmm. to find it on Wednesday, and if you don't listen to this right away, it'll just keep creeping further down the timeline, so we'll link directly to it in the show notes for episode 107.
1: Okay. Later on in the evening, as things got rolling, there was a, a party and game night. Uh, we went and had dinner. We were hungry by that point, mm-hmm. point. and then uh, later in the evening was the featured narrator panel. I personally called it quits. I was pretty tired from our travels. Uh, but you went and attended that panel.
0: I caught part of it. Uh, I wish I'd stayed for all of it, because it was really good. But running from 9 to 11, I'm a morning person. And keeping me up past <laughs> 9, frankly, is a is a feat on its own. Um, so I, I hope because this was this was so well attended. T.J. Klune narrated. Uh, narrated. He didn't narrate. No, he, he didn't. moderated <laughs> this panel that included uh, Derek McLean, Jason Fraser, uh, Michael Leslie, Nick J. Russo, uh, Greg Tremblay, and Joel Leslie. I'm amazed that you can remember all those names. I'm counting it all on my hand. Going one two three four five six seven eight nine ten. And it opened with each of the narrators doing a five minute. Uh, piece of their work some of the narrators uh, Read two different Mm -hmm. pieces like Derek McLean really um, Showed his range between drama and comedy by doing a little bit of olive juice, which is really deep and dramatic and Flipping over to how to be a normal person, which is comedic Uh, So we got that but they all showed it was amazing to watch them on the fly live pop between the different characters they do and the different accents they would do and everything and after an hour of these readings uh it moved over to a Q&A, uh which unfortunately at that point i was done because <laughs> i was tired yeah uh i hope grl does something similar and i'd love to see it moved into a more prime time slot uh despite the fact that this happened on wednesday that room had about 200 people in it and it was it got to be standing room only mm-hmm. because people wanted to see their favorite audiobook narrators do these snippets and to have a moment to find out how they do their craft uh, which
1: is, you know, unknown to many people. I exactly. I think audio in the last few years especially has kind of blown up and there are a lot of fans not only of the authors whose books are being read in, in audio but of the narrators themselves so getting a chance to um, see them and talk to them and hear from them directly is pretty special um, and like you said it was an extremely well attended event and hopefully going forward we'll have more of that in the future yes and this particular
0: th- uh, event was also live streamed uh, not coordinated by us but it is live streamed and we currently have it shared Uh, on the Big Gay Fiction Podcast Facebook page. We are not responsible for how that video looks. I just (laughs) want to put that out there because it is sideways. Um, But it does give you a look at that panel and the narrators, and you can hear them Mm -hmm. uh, well enough. And it's worth your time to check that out. I will
1: also direct link to that one in the show notes as well. Yeah. Okay. Moving on to Thursday, GRL kicked off proper, Mm -hmm. as I'd like to say. And... Um, do you want to talk about uh, author lounges? Let's talk about author lounges. Those happen throughout the entire weekend, but uh, let's let's talk about the lounges that you did. Yeah, I, I really
0: like this method that they've gone to in the last two years. The, the current way the lounges work debuted last year in uh, Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And it's a time for a handful of authors. It's usually about a quarter of the authors at any given moment, I think. Maybe less, it may actually be even less than that. Yeah. There's a handful of authors who are out in the, essentially the lobby area, that lead into the individual uh, rooms where the panel sessions are happening. And it's an opportunity for people to come around to tables, to have a moment to chat with authors, pick up swag, have something signed if they've got it. Uh, and it allows for some really nice one-on-one time for the authors and, and the readers in a different setting than the signing, because the signing, I think a lot of readers feel, and I felt this way if, if I'm coming through somebody's signing line, you really want to get that thing signed, maybe get a picture, and then move on so the author can see the next person. The lounges are more informal, and because each author gets two lounges across the weekend, it spreads things out nicely between the two lounges and the signing, and it gives, I think, the readers time to get that individual moment if they choose to have it. And it's time to, it lets the authors too, back in the day, the, the swag room used to be a place you could just go and like shovel all this swag into your bag. But now, like, if a, somebody comes to my table as an author, I can say, here's my new book, here's the thing about the book, here's the charity anthology I'm in, think about this, here's this free thing that's going on. And I can, it, it's almost, it sounds bad to put it this way, but it's almost like pitching the swag. So there's a reason that you, the reader, want to take this thing that i've got Mm -hmm. instead of just oh here's a pen i'm just gonna take a pen
1: yeah so aside from the uh the aspect of uh shilling your swag (laughs) i think it is actually a remarkable opportunity for the fans to have a a unique Mm one-on-one moment they can converse uh, and talk about uh, talk to authors about their favorite books Uh, it's really wonderful opportunity and i think uh, these last two years that they've done it. I think they've yeah. done exceptionally it's, well.
0: It's, and I think it's good for readers, too, because they don't have to feel like the only time they can approach an author is at the signing. Mm-hmm, that's true. For, for readers who may f- be more introverted or more hesitant, yeah. it's an opportunity because the author's there for this reason, so you don't have to have that moment where you're trying to maybe walk up to them when they're in the hallway or in the lobby or something. I think that makes a little more at-easeness. Mm-hmm. But I have to say one of my favorite moments of the convention happened first thing Thursday morning at my first Arthur Lounge. Because you thought I was crazy going at 9 o'clock Thursday morning first thing. Yes, I did. Hey, there were <laughs> a
1: lot of people. There were a
0: ton of people. Out about at 9 o'clock Thursday morning. Yes, there were. But doing my thing, I'm finishing up talking with somebody, rearranging the table for a little bit. And I look up to who's picking up some of my stuff, and oh my God, it's Chris Owen. Now you've heard us talk about Chris Owen on the show before. She was one of the guests because we met her. It's like come on our show uh, during our live broadcast. But I look up, and here's Chris Owen holding some of my swag and wanting to talk to me. And I'm just like, oh my God, it's Chris Owen at my table. <laughs> now Chris, you know, is 911 and bareback, and uh, mm, what's the other one? I don't know. The what one is that it? we've got over Oh, there. Natural, natural Disaster. disaster yeah. it's like, let <laughs> me look across the room. Um, which are some of my first gay romances to read of what I would consider the modern era. These were around 2005. Mm-hmm. Um, she was just a delight. And it was like, oh my God, you're here. We're talking. I have books for you to sign. It was almost like the altar lounge flipped in that moment. And she was behind the table and I was on the other side. Mm-hmm. It was a delight
1: to meet her. Yes. And to hang out with her a little bit. So in addition to author lounges, um, uh, the various bloggers also had some lounge time. They got to sit at a table and specifically talk to readers uh, and fans about what they do. Uh, We had two different lounge times for the podcast, and we got to meet a couple fans and hand out some swag and and talk about how the show is doing, and those were a lot of fun, too.
0: Oh, yeah. I was... it's a, It's amazing to see, and we and we have to thank all of our listeners for this. How we've grown mm-hmm. in the last year since GRL, because L- L- in GRL in Kansas City is like, what? What is this? What's the podcast? Who are you? What? And here there were people who are like, oh, you're the podcast guys, <laughs> which means a lot to us. And we we thank you guys for helping us to kind of get to this spot where the show is known and out there doing stuff. Everybody who told us that. Oh, I buy books because he was like, "Good, that's part of the master plan that we've got is that you buy books uh, because you hear about them on the show." Mm-hmm. So, thank you to everybody who came up to talk to us as, in our as our podcast elves uh, because that was really cool to know that we're that we're reaching people and making people buy books mm-hmm. <laughs> or watch
1: TV shows or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, also on Thursday is the first signing event. Uh, the supporting authors uh, get their uh, separate author signing event uh, at the beginning of GRL. And um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a great chance to walk around and see some of the newer
0: authors or authors who may not be new, but haven't published a lot of work uh, who are in the supporting category. And, uh, yeah, that was fun. Meeting Robert Winter was excellent. Oh, yeah. We uh, got to talk to him. Had a great and... time with that. Yeah. Uh, and just, in general, walking around in the sale room, which was adjacent to the signing, and then seeing all the authors who were in the supporting category.
1: Okay. Shall we move on now, to some of the panel? Wait. Oh, wait. Now... Um, you, have, you have additional thoughts. Well, I was
0: going to move into the panels, but I was going to hype you for a second. Yes, so... please hype me.
1: <laughs> of course. So... <laughs> The
0: the featured bloggers also take on the tasks of mm-hmm. uh, hosting or moderating in certain cases. Um, Lisa and um, um, Jay, uh, I think, moderated some of the some of the readings that were going on and some Q and A's. And Amy helped out with that. And you also you moderated four Q and A panels. Well, yes, I did. And uh, how were those for you? Because that was your first time to do that kind of thing. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, I was asked this year to do some moderation. Or wait, no, moderating. That's what I meant. Yes, not moderation. Moderating. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I did. I moderated four Q&A sessions with various authors. And overall, I thought all of them went swimmingly. I'm very, very happy with how all of them turned out. On Thursday afternoon, I had my first author Q&A session and I hosted the event. Uh, The authors were Wade Kelly, EM Lindley, and Kiki Borelli. Unfortunately, uh, I think EM wasn't able to make it. Uh, And I found that out like a minute and a half before (laughs) the session started. Um, And fortunately, a friend of the podcast, Garrett Groves, happened to be in the audience. And we basically just said, hey, Garrett, do you want to come up and chat for a while? And he said, sure. Yep. And so with like two seconds notice, Garrett stepped in. Uh, and we had a chat with Wade and Kiki and Garrett. And I thought it went really, really well. I was very, very happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I caught a little bit of that panel um,
0: before I had to dart off to do God knows what. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> busy, 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 busy. Busy all weekend. the time. Uh, I, I liked your moderation style. Oh, thank um, you. And I liked hearing a little bit of the uh, introductions uh, of each of the authors. And in fact, <gasps> I live streamed that, and uh, you can find a little snippet of that on the podcast page as well. I'll see him in action.
1: Cool. Okay, so let me see what else. Um, we did various things that afternoon, and uh, oh wait, no, I did another. Au- yes, yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm <laughs> I need this as a, as a reminder because I my brain is fried at the moment. I have got the. Uh, GRL um, uh, The program open. I got the program as reference material. material So um, later that afternoon I uh, moderated another panel uh, with the authors Devin Rhodes, Jocelyn Drake and Rinda Elliott um, All three of them were really really wonderful uh, We had a terrific crowd, very responsive, lots of great questions uh, We mainly talked about uh, co-authoring We kind of dove in deep to how authors can work together to mm-hmm. create the the books that people love uh, and that was a lot of fun i had a great time with those ladies as well i love the
0: security guy that josh Liddon,
1: uh had with them
0: yeah yeah they <laughs> part of their part of their series uh has the, uh, w security i don't quite know what that is because i have to admit to not knowing the series that well but he was standing across from one of our blogger table sessions in a in a black t shirt and a kilt, and it's like there's this hot man in the kilt over here. <laughs> Let me get a picture with him, uh-huh. uh, which I did. Yes, you did. <laughs> he was a he's a genuinely nice
1: guy too. Yeah, which was which was fun. Okay, so after a dinner break, uh, we kicked off the opening of GRL with the opening night reception, and we learned the location of next year's event. Where is it being held? Portsmouth, Virginia. Yep, which sends it back to the East Coast for the first time
0: in three years. Uh, yeah, Kent, San Diego, Kansas City, and now Denver. Um, so we're back over on that on that coast, way on that coast. Mm-hmm. So all you East Coasters, Gerald's in your neighborhood. Yeah. So yeah. get ready to sign up sometime in March or April. Yeah. So we um, had had fun at that event. I, I really liked Laura Bombuck's speech at that event also. Mm-hmm. Um, Laura runs MLR Press and has for a number of years. Uh, she was with us on the GRL blog tour last year yes. uh, as one of those authors. And she really kind of gave a nice history of, of where uh, MM romance or gay romance has come from the days when she was thrown out of RT uh, for trying to get those works noticed by that crew. To where we are now, where we're more accepted in those circles, but still the fight continues to, to for really mainstream acceptance there. And it was it was a good speech. I enjoyed that.
1: Mm-hmm. It really, really was. Um, after the opening reception um jeff and i came back to the room uh and, and conked out and conked out um unfortunately we are not party people unfortunately <laughs> so we can't give you a whole lot of information on how some of the late night parties went uh we we did hear things though yeah uh, and there are lots of pictures online if you're curious uh so we did not partake of the cocky boys event which is imme- was immediately following the uh opening night reception um it looked from what i've seen and from what yeah. i've heard it was a lovely event um the guys who uh run cocky boys uh essentially did a panel mm-hmm. with some of their stars they came they talked about the movies and what they do uh and then took pictures with all the fans um mm-hmm. and, and one of them's an author as well mm-hmm. to my understanding and he
0: talked a little bit about uh, just what the what the genre means to him personally Uh, And I heard some good stories about that that I won't relate because I may get them wrong. But (laughs) it sounded like a good event. I wish I'd stayed awake uh, a little longer for
1: it. Yeah. I think later the next day, um, they uh, ended up doing uh, sort of an impromptu signing. They Mm -hmm. had some cocky boys merchandise and uh, fans could uh, get some of that and have it signed by some of the stars. Uh, Alex Mecham and Carter Dane were... We're here and we're, um, aside from being ridiculously beautiful, um, so kind and so generous uh, and just lovely to be around. They hung out and talked with people for like hours and hours. Uh, they're absolute sweethearts. Uh, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, I watched them try to move through the signing.
1: <laughs> they, they tried. They moved very slowly because people kept I mean, coming
0: up to them. and They, yeah. they <laughs> moved like
1: half an aisle, I think, in 45 minutes. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so that was it for Thursday. Yep. Uh, heading into Friday, let's see what we have. Um, let me turn a couple pages. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about uh, the third panel I ran that featured TJ Clune, Kendall McKenna, and Kaylee Klein. Um, I hate to sound like a broken record, but uh, I thought that panel went very, very well. Um, had three great authors, uh, a really wonderful... Audience that asked a lot of fun, uh, insightful questions, and we had a great time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah, I wish that was one. I wish I could have gotten into. I was
0: one of my other duties was to work in the book sale room. Uh, there's a bunch of indie authors who get together at GRL uh, and sponsor a table. Actually, in our case, three tables because there was a lot of us. <laughs> uh, just to make sure we get our books on a sale table for visibility during the event, so that we're not just having the opportunity to sell during our autograph sessions mm-hmm. um so i had to go i had to go be a good citizen and work the sale table um and I only got in there for like a brief moment to take to snap a picture yes um to record that moment
1: <laughs> yay so after <laughs> after i finished my q a session we moved over to jeff as an author yeah. uh sat on a panel and uh people lobbed some questions his way. How do you think yeah. that panel went? I had a blast. I was on the panel with Reese
0: Ford and Christina Piltz, and we were moderated by Lisa from the novel approach. And I had a ball. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I learned that actually plotting a novel is like having tomato plants growing up a trellis. Thanks, that, Reese. <laughs> that came from Reese. And uh, I told her I want that on a t-shirt uh, by NextGRL. Um <laughs> There were were many good questions there, and I thought uh, some of them, there was one that I just, I had no answer for, and Mm -hmm. so I had to tap out on that one. Uh, But really good questions and uh, a fun time. I learned that it's very important that if you don't know what to say, that you very quickly say, Reese, why don't you take that? Or Christina, why don't you start (laughs) that? That you have a moment
1: Uh, to think about that. Um, after that we had a quick lunch break and then after that that afternoon I ran a panel uh, where uh, fans could ask questions of Kay Simone, J.R. Gray, and A.E. Wasp, or Amy Amy Wasp um, and that panel of course uh, went very very well um, what that was uh, here's the thing with that panel those three authors are relatively new uh, I think I don't think any of them have uh, been on the scene maybe, maybe a little over a year um, they've been publishing, um, but in that very short time frame, all three of them have ravenous fans, uh, and though that was probably the most lightly attended panel that I ran, uh, the fans that were there Uh, were amazing they were (laughs) they went cuckoo bananas for these people they all sat in the front row uh and asked a lot of fantastic wonderful questions uh and i had a a lot of fun with those people they were (laughs) i felt i felt a little awkward because uh everyone there was so young and hip and it was like (laughs) what am i doing here um but we had a great time anyway uh that was a lot of fun
0: it, it was interesting that you felt that way, because when we had uh, Poppy and TJ mm-hmm. on uh, Saturday evening, they mentioned that they feel like the old guard <laughs> right. a little bit, because exactly. they've been publishing since, like, you know, they've been publishing five or six years now, mm-hmm. and, and then there's these youngsters who've done it just in the last couple and have such those big fan bases already. Mm-hmm. It just shows how we've grown as a as a genre yeah. overall. Yeah. Um, after that and I after I uh before I had to go do another sales room uh, bit of duty I went to the uh, the BDSM battle gracious um with uh, Casey Wells Chris Owen and LM Somerton this was a hoot now BDSM is really not my thing <laughs> I don't mind it's a fine thing to have out there it's just not something I, I choose to read um <laughs> But I went because Casey and, and Chris were doing the panel, yeah. who I both adore. Um, I was sitting, because I had to dart out at the half point, I was sitting in the back row and I was joined by Rick Reed and Lisa from Novel Approach and someone else who I, I apologize, I don't remember or know who you were. Um, <laughs> but we were broken up into teams and we, we were doing, there were quizzes to be done and i will say that hearing bdsm things from from ladies with proper british accents makes it all sound adorable Mm -hmm. frankly and and there were some interesting turns of words that were like what what was just said which should i say these on the podcast or just let us get the e you can okay so there was one Where it was uh, something along the lines of the Dom comes into a club and sees a sub with a cum cloth in his pocket. Okay. I think for most Americans that might be cum rag, first of all, (laughs) but we all heard cumquat initially in the back row, (laughs) which obviously cracked us up, and then later cock and ball torture was said correctly the first time. We got it, we understood it, we answered our question. But when it cycled back over getting the answers to the quiz, it sounded like they said cotton ball torture. Which then led us to riff on what that might actually be like. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) So I enjoyed my half hour in that panel, Mm -hmm. which was hugely attended. That was a pretty packed room Mm -hmm. that they had for that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um. Later on that evening, uh, there was a game night, sponsored by Ecstasy Books, and then a late night dance party. And we didn't attend either, actually. (laughs) We need a special correspondent for the parties. I think that would be amazing. That is exactly (laughs) what we should do.
0: Next year, if you're going to GRL and you're the party type and you'd like to
1: correspond with that, let us know. Fill us in. Give us the deets, because, yeah, we, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. we don't go out late. We were tired. There was, there was a
0: live podcast to get produced and out on the feeds. That's very, yeah. There were yeah. there were things going on that just didn't lead us to those events.
1: Yeah, um, once again, we want to quickly say thank you to everyone who joined us for those live streaming events that we did here uh, in our hotel room. Um, just thank you for being so incredibly generous with your time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that GRL is kind of a crazy whirlwind and there's a lot of stuff that you need to do and as an author you've got responsibilities and then there were things that you want to do like party with your friends or sleep or sleep yeah that's also (laughs) an option um so the fact that these people took some times out of their busy schedule was uh incredibly generous so very kind so we thank them again absolutely wonderful okay shall we tackle saturday saturday now saturday um was a switch up from previous years uh essentially uh this year in denver saturday became the big signing and game event day uh usually they mix it up a little bit more but this year the the main author signing was uh early in the morning yes
0: there's usually usually the fun fair happens uh events happen on friday afternoon and then there are panels that happen Saturday morning and the signing in the afternoon. Funfair became Saturday afternoon and the signing was all in the morning.
1: Mm-hmm. So you got you, yourself set up for the big signing. Mm-hmm. Two and a half, two and a half hours of um, uh, fan interaction fun. Mm-hmm. How do you think it went? It was incredible. I mean, I've heard different
0: takes on why the room always seems so full but here's the deal if typically this is my third year a feature author I think something like that yeah usually it's packed to the first hour and Excuse then me. and then it lulls out mm-hmm. in the for the last hour and a half because everybody's like Want to get there, want to get the good stuff, want to get their book signed, want to make sure they see people, and then it, it tapers, and then really the last half hour, you're kind of like, are we done? Can we go?
1: Yeah. Uh, the people just hanging out at their author tables. Yeah. And, yeah. And gabbing amongst waiting whoever's Waiting to finish it up. Them, and, yeah. Waiting for the last people to come through. Uh, that, it did not, happen, and that that did not happen that way this year. did not happen that
0: way this year. From the moment those doors opened, it was nonstop. I, I snuck out one moment to go to the restroom. <laughs> For like 60 seconds um, because you have to drink a lot of water here, frankly. And and when you're talking so much, that was the thing that got me because it was like a nonstop talk thing going on that I had to keep drinking the water Mm -hmm. to keep being able to talk. Uh, but the, the energy in that room was amazing. And to, I was near the front, near the doors and I would turn around to see what was happening behind me occasionally. It's like, look at all these people. Mm -hmm. This is incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, and I get that people kind of said that, you know, it was a little bit of a closed, a smaller space, but at the same time, those lulls didn't exist that we've had in previous years of it. I know other authors felt the same way, that it was just a non-stop. They were breaking tables down, and there were still people trying to get signatures and talk to people You know, two and a half hours later, yep, which was awesome. A mm-hmm. um, couple of special things happened for me at the signing. It's actually two of the same same thing, actually, is that I'm sure all of the podcast audience who's heard us talk about Tracker Hacker over the last few weeks knows it came out on Tuesday, which was right before this event opened, and... I had two people come up to me, uh, two women who were both getting their book signed for their sons. Made (laughs) me so happy that, you know, my first real YA book was being picked up because they felt that their sons would find something in it because it wasn't really a romance. It had this action-adventure kind of mystery tilt and it wasn't something... It was different than what the other things that they saw that they could give to their sons who may not want to read romance
1: in this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so that really made me happy mm-hmm. that that happened. So while Jeff played author at the signing, uh, which kudos by the way, you uh, really know how to interact and talk and kind of, well not work the room because you're in one place, <laughs> but um, you, you, you're really great at uh, interacting and, and talking to, to readers. Uh, I think you did a very nice job, Thank you. from what I could see. Uh, I got to play reader uh, and walk around the room and and check out what everyone had on offer, uh, talk to a couple of my favorite author friends. Uh, Some of the things that I got signed at the big signing on Saturday, um, I picked up a copy of Laced Covered Compromise by Sylvia Violet. Um, This is a new release uh, that's coming out in the next week or so. Uh, this is a GRL special preview paperback copy that I got signed by Sylvia herself. Uh, she's wonderful. Love her to pieces. Um, I also got to meet and talk to Lucy Lennox this year. Um, I raved about her one of her Made Marian books mm-hmm. a couple of episodes ago. Uh, and I picked up a copy of Facing West. She kindly gave this to me and signed it. So yay! I'm really, really happy mm-hmm. about that. Also... Um, I ran a panel with Amy Wasp, uh, and I read her book, the first book in the Hot Off the Ice series, City Boy. I picked up a copy of that book and happened to get it signed. Um, I got to talk to Amy uh, a couple of times uh, Mm -hmm. for a little bit over the weekend, uh, and I love her to pieces. She's an absolute sweetheart.
0: She's fun. I got to meet her towards the end of the signing.
1: And, um, oh, my God, you talked hockey forever. Yes, we did. <laughs> that was so funny. Because,
0: yeah. <laughs> she actually knows aspects of the game that I don't. Because she's really researched how you get into the... How you feed into the pros and all that stuff. I, I've never written from that side of things. Mm-hmm. and But she, she deep dove. When she went to learn hockey, she really dove in to understand the, the intricacies of how it works to move from one league to the other and to get drafted into all that stuff and yeah it was great talking to her mm-hmm. um one of the things i picked up along the way um is uh from elise spanger spanger springer springer um <laughs> i actually met her during, during when, one of the author lounges yeah, yeah. uh it was not during my lounge time but we were walking through and she had a it turns out it was a t-shirt not really a banner Um, That was from the Rent 20th anniversary tour. And I'm like, ooh, Rent, what's this? (laughs) We must go see that. Um, She's got uh, four books out um, under the Seasons of Love Mm -hmm. series title that document a 20th anniversary staging of Rent in New York. Mm -hmm. Um, So, of course, I had to buy one because (laughs) I need that. And then we bonded a little bit over Rent. And I was able to give to her... Uh, older book that I'd read from like 2009 that uh, deals with Rent as well because she hadn't seen any other M.M. out there that was
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That's that right. was
0: something with Rent that was I think a Jenna Sinclair book from uh, uh, 2009. Admit that One? Is it, that the one you're talking about? I believe about? that's the name of it. Yeah. yeah. yeah You love that book. I did. And I, <laughs> I, I was blanking on what it was and thank goodness Dream Spinner keeps your entire download list from forever <laughs> Because I was able to, I do it. Was, I bought it from Dreamspinner, so I was able to go back and mm. dig that up and give her that title to go check out. Cool.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. So after the main author signing wrapped up, uh, there was a lunch break, and then that afternoon was the fun fair, where readers and authors could partake of various uh, fun, wacky activities. Uh, we uh, took we took a long lunch that day. Uh, kind of uh, had some downtime, uh, worked on a little bit of podcast stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then later that evening was the Wild West costume party. Yes, that was that was a hoot. All those costumes were awesome. Yeah, every year there is essentially a big uh, themed costume dance party on Saturday night. Uh, this year, because we were in Denver, uh, the theme was Wild West. Uh, so we... Went downstairs to the ballroom and checked out the scene. Uh, There are some pictures in our social media. We Uh, actually did go to that party (laughs) for like a half an hour. (laughs) We wanted to see what everyone was up to. uh, And that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I,
0: I would say, having not seen all the costumes, and I frankly don't know who won the costume contest. I don't know. Do you know who won? Offhand, I do not. Okay. I'll have to check social media
1: and and see. I'm sure it's in there somewhere. somewhere. I would say it had to be Joel Leslie. (laughs) (laughs) Narrator Joel Leslie has sort of become, in a very short period of time, two years, he's become uh, a little bit infamous when it comes to the costumes for the costume party. Last year he
0: painted himself silver and was the Tin Man because in Kansas City it was a Wizard of Oz-themed event. Last night for Wild West, he was painted as Woody from Toy Story. Complete with string in the back, with Andy's name written on him. It was awesome. If he, did, I don't know how. If he didn't win, I don't know how he, how he didn't. At least on the male side, because I will tell you there were some females who were dressed
1: up in some beautiful. Dressed to the nines. Um, some people. Some people take this costuming thing very seriously. We did not. We, we no. We kind of half-assed it a little. But uh, uh, that was that was a lot of half-ass. <laughs> bandanas and
0: uh rainbow that was maybe a quarter ass <laughs> rainbow um rainbow
1: like bandit masks like
0: uh, lone ranger type masks mm-hmm. um we were the rainbow bandits or some such, something and, like that yeah yeah i had my mask up half the time because i couldn't see with it on very well but it was fun it was fun seeing how everybody does their dress up mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and then sunday we came to the farewell brunch uh, in the morning that goes for about three hours,
1: uh, to give everybody a little bit of breakfast before people start heading away from Denver. Yeah. The, the brunch on Sunday morning is one last chance to catch up and talk with people and maybe take a few pictures before you head on back home. Um, I think because of our experiences in the past, we have learned to stay, uh, essentially an extra day, uh, and leave on Monday. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think um, staying around on on Sunday, the full day, gives you a chance to leisurely enjoy the brunch and say goodbye to all your friends. But it also gives you the opportunity to kind of wind down from the weekend. Uh, And so that way you you just don't have to like rush off to the airport and worry about, you know, security and your bags and getting home and all that travel crap. Uh, we take care of that on, on Monday. We, we save the travel crap for Monday uh, and, enjoy, uh, and enjoy ourselves uh, with our friends one last time when it comes to the Sunday brunch. Which we did just now. Yeah, we, um, as
0: soon as we could, the brunch ended we came up here and, and now we're recording this.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: before we have a nap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Most likely we're going to be taking a long nap. Um, so it was really wonderful. Uh, every year that we've done this we've had a, a wonderful time at that final brunch. Um, because you just get to kind of hang out um, with your friends one last mm-hmm. time, uh, many of whom you don't get to see uh, until you know this is the only time you get to see them all year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, yeah, I would say
0: kind of to wrap up. Think it, for those of you who are always on the fence about GRL, think about going to Portsmouth. Um, it's such a, it's a wonderful event, and, and you'll find your tribe here if if gay romance is your is your jam and and you want to see the authors and you want to see the uh the narrators in this case because they're becoming more prominent here mm-hmm. um make that leap uh because it's the it's one of the most welcoming communities that there is and you will it's almost I think impossible not to have a good time mm-hmm Unless, unless you're unfortunate enough to catch the concrete or something early <laughs> yeah, and, and, and end up sick for some reason or something, it's it's hard not to have a good time because not only is the crowd welcoming, they also understand if you're like, I need to go lay down mm-hmm. or I need to take a break or please give me a space to breathe, um, this crowd gets
1: that. Yeah, yeah. And I, I want to say one thing about our wrap up that we just did. A lot of it was focused on the Q&A panels uh, because that's just where our energies happen to be focused this year. Um, in years, which is actually kind of funny is they asked me to run the Q, some of the Q&A sessions this year. It's that I, I'd never been to a Q&A session in years previous. Uh, so though um, most of our recap happened to focus on on those specific events over the last couple of days there is actually a whole lot of stuff uh that's going on simultaneously right. uh that we you know we we're only two people we can't do it <laughs> all uh, and we've Count got we want to uh, we really really wish we could uh because when you're here uh as an author or a blogger you do have certain responsibilities that you have to fill uh, but um i would highly recommend if you're a reader I think this is the one event you should pencil in on your calendar every single year. Uh, And if you're an author, uh, I highly recommend you uh, investigate and see if it's something uh, you might be interested in. uh, Because I really think it's a a superior event put on by some really terrific people uh, and filled with amazing people. I, I really... Yeah, uh, there's just really nothing else like GRL. Yeah. So yeah. I wish I could clone myself because they're. Oh yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> no, no, no matter
0: what I'm doing in the moment, right? There's somewhere else. I won't say that I'd rather be, but there's somewhere else I could be having an equally good time. And it it goes back to what we said in the tips episode too. Try not to overschedule yourself, and don't be disappointed. If you're doing something else, because it's the unexpected things mm-hmm. that could be just as fun. So, if I'm not, if I didn't make it to some storyteller panel or to a reading, it might be because I'm having an amazing interaction with an author standing outside a room somewhere. Yep. Exactly. Um, exactly. It's like, there's no, I have no regrets about what I did. Mm-hmm. I wish I could have done more, mm-hmm. which is not a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else we want to cover? I think... uh, uh, Woo! (laughs) Right? (laughs) I I think that's it. (laughs) All right. Cool. Well, coming up in episode 108, we'll be back to to normal, uh, and we will have uh, Heather Lear, VL Losey, and RJ Scott. Uh, They are all uh, the co-contributors, along with myself, on the Changing on the Fly, the second period
1: charity anthology that came out earlier in October. Fantastic. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Can't wait to hear from them. Yeah. Okay, guys, remember that no matter where life takes you, the journey will always be sweeter if you have a book. So until next time, guys, keep turning those pages and keep reading. For detailed show notes and the complete episode backlist, go to BigGayFictionPodcast.com. New episodes are available every Monday on all major podcast distributors and YouTube. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.